It's your early breakfast with Africa Milani. 11 minutes it is past 5 o'clock off the coast of KZN. Military exercises underway between South Africa, uh, Russia and China. Unfortunate that it happens on the anniversary of the Ukrainian war, but military exercises need to happen and they are choosing them to happen today. Joining me on the line uh, this morning is Emeritus Professor in Military Sciences at Stellenbosch University, Professor Francois Frey. Uh, Professor, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, Africa. Thank you for hosting me and good morning to your listeners. Let's start with the military exercises that are involving South Africa, Russia and China. These are common, right, having military exercises and what would they involve as far as you know? Africa, we must remember that those exercises um, are decided on whether it goes ahead or not, uh, resides at the political level. Politicians make those decisions. Uh, The second part is that this is a scheduled military exercise, and these exercises uh, play out against the backdrop of uh, uh, naval diplomacy. And this is an example of naval diplomacy playing out where each of the participating countries have their own agenda there. Uh, South Africa wants to be seen to play in that league, The Russians obviously want to show that they can deploy their navy far away amidst the war and that they have support and allies. And the Chinese uh, are very interested because this is something that puts them up uh, in the bigger Indian Ocean Pacific setup and that they show a presence around the coast of Africa down south because we must remember that this plays out against the political backdrop and that the navies are only instruments of policy. So if people are very critical about this, uh, they should be very critical about the political decision to do this and that the navies remain mere instruments of policy that under military professionalism, they go where their political heads decide. Which I think is the case, without a doubt. I mean, they fully appreciate that it is Pretoria who made this decision and not whoever heads up the various uh, um, uh, agents of the army uh, within uh, South Africa. Uh, Because the timing of it is a little bit um, reckless, isn't it? Uh, To to have it start or happen during the anniversary of that uh, Ukrainian war, uh, it's distasteful in my opinion. Yes, it's it's not a, a very good time to do this. I think that what we must keep in mind, and we only have to look at the latest uh, voting uh, on the war in Ukraine in the UN that very recently took place, um, that uh, South Africa and China both abstained from that vote. Uh, that, of course, leaves them the room to to be more free in how they want to approach this. But I think the South African government got the message that this is not a good time uh, and that you can be critical about this and you can still continue with this exercise that uh, actions speak louder than words. And in this case, I think that the South African government should have taken a line, if not, this is not a good time, to take up a position against the war, but they can continue with a naval exercise. 
Let's look at the war itself. When it started a year ago today, um, many were anticipating it would take a matter of days, perhaps weeks, for Kiev to fall. And a year later, that is not the case. There are fears that the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, uh, perhaps intends to mark the anniversary with fresh attacks on key cities. Uh, the general staff in Ukraine saying that they've had to repel 90 assaults in the east and northeast of the country in the past 24 hours. Hours. What do you attribute, I suppose, Ukrainians' ability to, to, to defend their border, to defend their country, and to still be continuing in a war with Russia when we appreciate Russia is a massive, I mean, not so now, I suppose, but certainly at the beginning of the war, uh, a massive military force? Africa, the, if, if we can just, uh, just stop and say, look, the whole idea around this of the Russian overall strategy was a type of a blitzkrieg and that uh, they drove to Kiev and then they got stuck. And when they got stuck, the, what happened was the Russians type of began to fall back upon what is inherently a, a Russian way of fighting and that is to go the attritional way. And if you go the attritional way, war progresses slowly and it becomes very destructive. And I think uh, for the past year, we saw that uh, the Russian setup just was not geared properly for a rapid victory, uh, a drive to Kiev. Now we know that. The second part around this is that what we are seeing at the moment is that Russia is gearing up for a major offensive and they type of targeted this particular date around a uh, time Russia where it is, it is the celebration in Russia about the Second World War to a certain extent and that they want to show they can make progress and they're targeting their progress in the East where they have accumulated the large forces uh, at the moment to, to do a second drive. And we have to see what that second drive brings them because the, the allies of Ukraine is really packing good systems, armed systems, uh, into, into Ukraine, training the Ukrainians to use it. And they are type of building an anvil uh, in Ukraine for the Russian forces to smash themselves on. Uh, Ukraine is not going to come through this unscathed, but I think it would be interesting to see if the second offensive, if that anvil that Ukraine is building with, with foreign assistance is going, is going to hold against the Russian uh, onslaught, that we know it's, it's coming very soon. It certainly is. Professor, thank you very much indeed for your time and your insights this morning. Pro- professor Francois Frey is an emeritus professor in military sciences at Stellenbosch University. Today, of course, marking a year since the start of the war in Ukraine. Wake up. It's your early breakfast with Africa Milani.